Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast. This is episode 63. That was some calming music. <laughs> Dang. I almost fell asleep in there. Everybody in the mood to podcast. Yes. <laughs> I love the fact I'm just like trying to figure this out. I just press a random button and all of a sudden, oh, hey, we're recording. Come on, guys. Right into it. I was tired of hearing your pre pre uh, chatter there. I, I we need to get you picked. <laughs> you could have picked anyone, and you picked that one. <laughs> if anything, make it a, a shorter time next time. From a minute was obnoxious. Thirty seconds stops. Hey, I'm I'm the new one here. That okay, I picked, fire me if you got an issue here. <laughs> the one that I picked like two weeks ago was thirty seconds. So. I, I'm seeing, so I'm on a smaller monitor, a smaller screen, and now I see the 59 seconds. I see there's a couple 29 second ones. So uh, <laughs> yeah. when we when we do this next, I'll have to remember that. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, we're only 63 episodes into this. We're still figuring it out. So <laughs> new software. Uh, so here we are. Uh, thanks for following along. We do appreciate it. See, just like that, we have some fun with these uh, YouTube lives. We hope. All of you do as well. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to all the other 62 episodes. If you haven't, catch up. Jeez, come on. Um, yeah, you got nothing else going on. Yeah, it's the summer. What are you watching? Baseball? Um, yeah. So hear about how wrong we were on our NFL picks and our and our national yeah. championship picks. Mm-hmm. We caught up on those ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Brian, you and I were pretty good at doing picks, though. NFL, yeah, actually, I was all right on NFL. Joey made the playoffs as bitch and then i think right. uh national championship no one really did super great i know trent had the a couple bets that hit but no i yeah, thought i thought i was 100 percent. am i am i wrong i i could be wrong i guess yeah you'll have to go back 35 episodes and listen <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway so Follow us on the socials um interact with us we do like interacting with uh people watching as we go live. That's pretty fun. Um, Joey, how can everybody get a hold of us? Twitter and Instagram at Heartland Pulse. And then Facebook, just search Pulse of the Heartland. YouTube, if you're following us now, you know how to get there. But if not, <clears throat> just search Pulse of the Heartland, just like Facebook. And we're also live uh, Monday nights on Twitter as well. So not only can you watch us there, but also on Twitter in August. Correct. Joey's hinting here. Episode 63 now, it's going to be the last episode of season one. We're going to take a little hiatus here for the next month and a half or two months. We don't gear up towards football. We will still have some special episodes like next week. We'll do a or this week. We'll do a combat sports pod. Joey will be in on that. And in a couple weeks, uh, we're going to do a struggle for par pod for the open championship over at St. Andrews. So, Keep an eye out for those special pods, but every Monday we're, we're going to take a little break. So you're, you're probably sick of us. Up. We're sick of us too. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take some time to find ourselves, really trying to yeah. find the true pulse of the, of the heartland here. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to come back around uh, end of August, September-ish, even more obnoxious than we already are. So We're doing a big group outing up in Montana. We're all going to get together, smoke some peyote, come back mm-hmm. all zen, and <laughs> be Buddhist after that. So enjoy for, this uh, while you can. For my employer, my actual employer, I will not be partaking in the peyote. <laughs> Uh, well, by that time, you'll be podcasting full time anyway. So it's right. true. It's true. This thing's almost off the ground anyway. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, no, official. it's just going to give us a little bit of a hiatus to uh, let everyone go on vacations and stuff. As everyone knows, we're family men, most of us. Oh, yeah. So, and it's summer. So, mm-hmm. we're going to do that. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, Joey, what are you drinking? Uh, I am back home for the evening and, uh, Went a little hard on Saturday night, so I am doing some high-quality H2O for the evening. I know uh, I'm 34 going on 35, so it takes a couple days to recover, but Two I don't think that's it. Us. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just relaxing. It's been a long couple of weeks, so, yeah. Tra- Translation, you're being a nerd tonight. That's fine. We understand. Just nerd. So you're yeah. back actually in the heartland, podcasting mm-hmm. in the heartland. Okay. Yeah. Got back Saturday night. Um down in Rochelle's uh, uh, basement office tonight, and yeah, that'll be, that'll be podcasting for my place Wednesday night. Very good. Ryan, what are you drinking? Um, I'm going with the uh, cut water whiskey. Or, uh, what is that? Yeah, whiskey mule. I can't read tonight. I'm sorry. Nice. Uh, I need this break, guys. No. Uh, yeah, just going with a good classic that's always always refreshing in the summer. There you go. And Bryant, what are you drinking? Um, another Barntown uh, one, the real Slim Shandy. Do you get Ooh. it? It's like M M&M. and M. No, uh, I don't know. It, uh, I would say it's a gold nail, but it has like a lemon flavor afterwards. Actually, pretty good. I would say it's kind of not as good as the Lining Kugels, but you know, you get what you get. Yep. Brent, what are you sipping on, man? I have. Fernson Brewing Company Curio Sour Ale out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. This is like one of my, them and and Remedies, their sours are pretty tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, What was the brewery again? Sorry, Trent. Fernson out of Sioux Falls. All right, sweet. Yeah. So everybody have a good weekend. Yep, yeah. yep. I was back in Yankton, and how Trent? How do you guys live in that climate? Just humid, crap climate. How do you do that with bugs and all that? How how do you do that? Well, as you can see, I live in a house. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you ever want to go out and do anything like, air conditioning isn't it nice to just go out and you know try to play golf a round of golf without your shirt just sticking to every part of your body i mean it's what it's what we do got power we're used to it, we're used to I, it. I i realize how big of a wuss i've become when it's just like yeah i i can't go east because there's humidity so if you guys want to play in another tournament you're coming out here trent yeah we've noticed that too about you ryan 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's got to be it's got to be 68 degrees with a slight yep. breeze. No humidity. He, he'll be ready to go. All right. Yep. Well, the one day a year that it's that, I'll be ready. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, anybody no, else do uh, anything over the weekend? <laughs> no, just prepping for the Fourth uh, of July. I went home. Uh, my mom throws a once a year like uh, uh, family get get together, and we invite friends over for uh, supper and stuff. So we've been slowly making the house ready, and, and this weekend's was uh, planting some more plants that she insists everyone will be looking at. And uh, we tore out a huge bush in the backyard, so that 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 was fun. It was it was supposed to be a couple hour project turned into, like I said, that bush. I did we didn't plan on pulling it out, and then here we are at six thirty last night. Tanner has his truck pulled up. We're we're yanking roots and shit out of the backyard. So I don't know. They, they might plant some more there, but that that was a it was just one of those weekends where I'm like, just imagine if I was landscaping for a living. I, I couldn't do it. You know, I'd be a lot thinner, but I, I couldn't do it. Out. <laughs> so Sunday night when I'm at the party, I am commenting on how nice the bushes and the flowers are. Yep. Uh, the, the, like, the new uh, su- uh, summer, I think the, the flowers called Summer Crush. Uh, there's a she shed in the backyard. It's on the left hand side. Commenting okay. on that. It's next to the, the tricycle decoration that i had that i had to put back before i left so yeah i love these specific directions that are going on here yeah (laughs) Yeah. summer crush got it right here oh yeah you'll you'll see it because how beautiful it is back there now (laughs) on the left hand side of the she shed (laughs) (laughs) you'll you'll see all the fancy decorations she's put up it looks wonderful back there now yep i'm commenting on every one of them this weekend awesome so, all right. Well, let's hop into the smoking section here. Did anybody else's uh, pit boss get any playing time this weekend? Oh, nope. I mine did. Joey's did. Oh, so I just did uh, some pork chops and some smoked veggies and smoked asparagus. Uh, I just did that all last night, real quick and easy. But uh, yeah, the uh, veggies are a huge hit. Even the kids liked it. It was crazy. Like it's all just that mixed frozen veggie stuff. Throw that in a pan with some seasoning on it, and it was good to go. Interesting. All right. What seasoning did you put on get... there? Uh, what did I do last night? Garlic. I did that. Uh, Kinder's black pepper and garlic, and then oh, some Creole seasoning. We'll get a, get a little Lowry's in there too. Yeah. F- figure anything to get kids eating their vegetables. You might want to throw that out there so people know what the hell to. Uh... Mix in there, I suppose. Well, so I know Jack listens to this, so I'm not going to talk too much shit. But I uh, bought three, three bundles of asparagus, and I was like, "Oh, I love asparagus," and I'm pretty sure that whole family does. Yeah, I don't know if I, anyone else hates any besides me. I've got at least <laughs> two bundles left. So, and your my... pee smells terrible. Yeah, don't, so don't I follow was... Joey after <clears throat> using the restroom. I was trying to explain that to Maisie. I was like, "Yeah, you should," you know. Eat asparagus, then your pee smells, and it's funny. And she's like, "Why is that funny?" <laughs> okay, <laughs> what a you just smell. don't get you it. Could, you you could say like you know with like, "Hey, carrots, it helps with your eyes," or make up anything. And Joey's first thing with asparagus is makes your pee smell. <laughs> I mean, if you're a little kid, what's funnier than smelly pee? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would ever sell me on something like that, even if I was three. But 
I don't know. I you know Maisie better than I do. Maybe, maybe that that uh, sells her on it. I I don't think I. I mean, maybe I just know my sense of humor better than anyone. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you want me to drink arsenic? Will it make my pee smell? Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'm in. Let's do this shit. <laughs> there, there we go. On the next POTH podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We're just turning this into jackass. <laughs> After the peyote. After the peyote. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, so Trent, I, yeah. Yeah, so I did uh, a tomahawk ribeye steak on mine. Um, so last Tuesday was my birthday. Um, so that's what Katrina got me for. Uh, my birthday, she had to call around up here. Uh, finally found them at Fairway, actually. Uh, we're starting to get a few fairways up in Sioux Falls. Oh, and, hell yeah. Uh, we're getting one in Brandon, too. So um, we're, we're big timing now. Uh, but, yeah, she found a Tomahawks and uh, got one, threw it on the uh, smoker. Actually seared it on the cast iron. <clears throat> Just turned the propane grill up as hot as it would go. And then seared that a couple minutes per side and then threw it on the smoker um, at 350 for 25 minutes per side. So it took about an hour to do that. Got it to 133 degrees. So perfect medium rare. It was just amazing. Like I cut it off the bone and then just cutting it, slicing it. You could tell it was going to be awesome. Like it cut so easy. Uh, it was, yeah, tender, salt and pepper only didn't put any seasonings on it so hmm. um yes i would uh definitely definitely do one again hell yeah it looked delicious man yeah i can't believe you shared it what i can't believe you oh, shared it sure. yeah uh yeah uh amelia she's sometimes hard to get her to eat so if you tell her something steak she likes steak she'll eat it mm. And uh, since, you know, Katrina bought it for me, I, I let her have some as well. All right. I couldn't eat a whole five-pound steak by myself. I mean, if you believe in yourself, you could. You really got to dig down yeah. deep and try it, Trent. I mean, just like on Snapchat, it, it was just as big as Turbo. I held it up next to him, and it was as big as my dog. I think, see, I think that's part of it. I think you saw the similar size, and you you just kept thinking of Turbo when you were uh, eating. <laughs> yeah. Ron Swanson would be very disappointed in you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a cigar and some Lagavulin with it either, so sorry. Man, did you even actually eat it then? I mean, yeah. <laughs> did you actually experience it, I should say? Uh, I did, and it was delicious, so... Um, yeah, I did that Wednesday night. Tuesday was my birthday, but uh, we got all new floors upstairs. So Tuesday, we were busy getting all our furniture and stuff back in our house because we had to put everything in the garage. So we basically moved again. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like you're fishing for this, but happy belated birthday. Well, thank you. <laughs> I wasn't fishing, but... Uh, well, you, you mentioned know. it a couple times, so... Well, well, that's I'm why I got tell my stay. Just because of it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it, Ryan. <laughs> that's in spite of you, dang it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Anybody else do anything? Bryant, did you, you know, pan sear a steak or anything? Get the Instant Pot out? No, I, I haven't, mean, I I haven't been able to do that in the uh, last couple weeks. I've gotten a little lazy, but... I, I've really been thinking about if I should make something uh, for our uh, 
for the 4th of July, and I've been kind of trying to figure out what would be the best side to bring um, back home. Wait, um, you're debating this? You're well, not just gonna bring you... Oh, go ahead. You're not just going to bring your cheese ball like always? Mom makes it the best. She's the one that makes it the best. So why would oh, I, right. be, yeah. I yeah. want to bring the lesser of two? You, you know, yeah. I, I got to... I gotta come up with something new, so I, I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll do. I, I've made a buffalo chicken dip a couple times. Maybe I, maybe I'll do that. Just something a little different. Yeah, I always. Uh, my mouth is watering now just thinking of your mom's pickle wraps. God damn. Yeah. Oh, is she gonna make some Midwest sushi. God. Yeah. She's got to put cocaine in that, right? Because it is so yeah, I, fucking good. I don't know what it, uh, I. I don't know if it's a certain brand of pickle or the ham or because it's just normal cream cheese. But uh, Joey. Joey's uh, zipper is pretty tight every time he's eating those uh, pickle wraps when we when he comes over to our place. I'm, uh, I'm always long. hinting that uh, Crystal needs to make me her own or my own set, but uh, she never does. <laughs> well, I, I think it's one of those where we, we go home and yeah, everyone maybe has the one or two and then there's like three to four people that have about five each. Mm-hmm. And that, that's who devours it all. It's like it's like yep. deviled eggs. There's always the people you'll have one or two, and then there's the person that has eight of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, I'm not going to lie. I've been looking to this forward to this section of our podcast for like the whole week because I'm I my favorite thing about Fourth of July because I hate so the heat and I hate all of that other shit, but I just like the food. So let's yeah, like let's jump ideas. into that. So we've kind of already foreshadowed that. Let's jump into the Fourth of July. That's going to be a section here. Um, so best foods kind of talked about that i think the you know the most american thing to eat on the fourth of july is a hot dog a grilled hot dog mm-hmm. i love a grilled hot dog i'm not i mean i'm not eating 77 of them like joey chestnut or something but <laughs> that's yeah. that's the fourth of july right there that is you always in yourself so impressive <laughs> I, apparently i don't believe in myself i can't eat five pounds of steak <laughs> and i can't eat 77 <laughs> hot dogs now yeah, i'm I, say i Oh, we were talking about it. I can't remember if it, it was. Oh no, we we talked about it on here last year. I was gonna say what was the. I've been slowly asking every different friend group now what hot dogs they go. Are they going all beef? Is it Nathan's? Is there a certain, you know, category that they go for? So, cheapest but, uh, Oscar Mayer wieners you can find on the grill is the best. <laughs> mm. Yep, and ju- just just char them, char yes. them, or, or just a little little uh, grill marks on it. Yeah, see. Katrina, she's bougie, so she's pinky up. She's got to have that Nathan's. <laughs> Not me. Yeah. 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 No, yep, I, I agree. I would say for you, you got you got to have your hot dogs. I wouldn't say you usually. Well, now I'm growing up. You got to have a couple extra beers there. You know, for for the fourth. I'm trying to think other than like the side. I mean, I'm. I don't know. I'm a little bit more of a, I think a brats guy. With the older I get, it's hmm. just. I don't know. Weenies, I, I just, I don't know. I like, If it's the last thing on the plate, yes, I'll eat it. But, you know, I, give me a brat any day. And especially with now, like, Hy-Vee makes all those, like, uh, pineapple and, and uh, jalapeno. I mean, they they, they got, or, I'm sorry, jalapeno, pineapple. They got so many different flavors now. I mean, they, they, they make these brats delicious. I was just going to ask if you do normal, regular beer brats or whatever, but uh, yeah. my favorite brat that I've found so far, and I think I've talked about it on here before, is the breakfast brats that our local grocer has. Yeah. They are, yeah. They are supreme. Um, but yeah, I jumping off the hot dog thing, I know I sent you guys the uh, picture today of the smoked queso on top of smoked hot dogs. Mm. I, I think I'm definitely going to have to try that this year. That looks yeah. amazing. 
Well, fuck yeah. If, mm-hmm. if you don't do it, why do you even have the smoker? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ryan? Hot dogs and hamburgers, both. Yeah. I agree with Brian. I think I think brats are, yeah. I think I'm leaning towards brats more nowadays. See, yeah. now this is where we we miss Clark. I wish he would pop up like in the middle, like Alice from the Brady Bunch, and just break this tie because those two like hot dogs. We like brats. We we need the tie. The tiebreaker come in here. Well, I um, see David commented about a, a Bloody Mary brat, so he's going to be our tiebreaker and be pro brat. Okay, Thank you, David. Yeah. <laughs> that gives uh, that gives us on the right side of victory. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will definitely take the broad victory there, the same way that all of these Big Twelve wins with BYU and Houston, all this other stuff. Whatever I can take to win, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, you guys certainly lost the off season this year with uh, what's his nuts with, with Manning going to Texas there. Really? Oh, that, that's a Big Twelve victory. He, we, they, they ain't the SEC just yet. God <laughs> will be by then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think no, because I think it, from the way it sounds like they're thinking of staying the whole time because they they were talking about if they have to leave early, they have to do the buyout. I think he he would be in the Big Twelve for one year. I don't think he'd play. I think that Quinn Ewers is probably going to still be the starter, but I would say I think he's going to be in for one year and then they move to the SEC. Because we're going to have one year where it's going to be chaos with uh, 14 teams. Yeah. Ah, uh, the good old Big 14. The Big 14. <laughs> right, that we all know and love. They're going to change the name for a year and then change it back to the Big 12. You know, that, that classic rivalry of BYU and UCF. I mean, it, it's been storied. <laughs> so, so are we jumping into college football here with that? Jump into uh... – some arginating talk. They even have uh, very strong Fourth uh, of July feelings that they need to get off their chest. This is the last episode of the season, I, boys. You know I it. do. Fourth of July is the best day of the year. It I, is. I can go it with is. that. I love the Fourth of July. Second after Christmas. Joe, yep. you were disagreeing. But what, what, what's your favorite day? Is it Arbor Day? <laughs> I'll take like any day in the fall slash winter over Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. But too hot. Also coming from a guy that's had heat stroke twice. So, yeah, and normally has to work on the 4th of July. So, yeah, I don't normally like the 4th of July. Yeah, Joey's opinion, definitely not skewed there. But, no, I can definitely see that past why I'd hate the 4th of July, too. Yeah, but, uh, no, especially if you grew up around Gallery and stuff. I know going home and going to Gallery and, like, going to Brian's mom's and stuff, that's always fun. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But I always just (laughs) – I don't know. I'd rather spend the day in the pool and drink beer and then grill at the end of the night. And then my favorite part about 4th of July, fucking fireworks, man. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm probably going to drop a couple hundo on that this year. And oh, I did the about, actual um, the, the fireworks you shoot off yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep, I did the, about 150 last year for Maisie's birthday because Maisie's born on the 5th. And I'm also going to do that for, uh, you know, just the 4th of July this year. So, yeah, I'm going to. I'm gonna do it up this year, baby. Hundred and fifty dollars of snakes and sparklers. No, no, no. <laughs> Those are the good things. What are you talking about? We did do smoke bombs last year, and they were really cool. I know uh, my sister-in-law got a bunch of cool pictures with the kids standing in front of them, so that was kind of cool. And then it also just I don't know they they're kind of I think they're still afraid of loud noises and stuff. So we'll see how everything else goes. But uh, yeah, the smoke bombs and the the little army men that fly in the air. I think that shit's cool. But. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm a, you you mentioned, you know, being around gallery and stuff for the 4th of July. That's probably why my opinion of the 4th of July is the 
greatest day of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Just because growing up in that environment, you look forward to the 4th of July for, you know, weeks leading up to that. If you're from Gowrie, mm -hmm. uh, just because it's such a big day for our small town. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so, so Iowa just a couple of years ago passed the, like it, fireworks were illegal in Iowa until a couple of years ago. Like, yeah. professional fireworks no that was fine but when i moved to kansas they're legal there mm -hmm. and like we moved into our neighborhood into our house there and you know we're having a huge party in our neighborhood and like it's just constant and i'm like looking around i'm like i can see why this is illegal now like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone's gonna get hurt yeah <laughs> well i would say they, they would constant i guess not constant but there would be quite a few and you'd see the cop whizzing by you know to yeah. stop them on whatever street and it wasn't as bad but yeah the last couple of years you're just you're, you're just trying to have a conversation they're popping off you know all over the place now yeah i suppose that's probably another reason why i liked uh fourth of july at our farm and stuff one the, the pool was there but we could just shoot off all the fireworks and we didn't have to worry about anyone else or the cops or anything. So I don't know, yeah. Trent, if you remember, I think Brian, you might've been there too, but uh, when we would just take the ends off the bottle rockets and throw them in the bonfire and see where the hell they'd go. And yeah. 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 I'm pretty good, sure yeah. Tanner Johnson's brother about got killed one year. So good. Yeah. <laughs> good. We, we had good decisions back when we were, we're, we're very lucky that that I'm not just sitting here with an eye patch talking about like, yeah, I remember Joey. It was terrible. <laughs> I've got all my fingers. I got all yeah, my all, fingers. <laughs> all, all ten digits. That, that's for sure. No, I, I would say, well, what, what, what a fucking stupid idea. You know, let's take this. The one small thing about this very dangerous thing that guides it. Let's just whip it off and let's just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I know a couple times. I'm pretty sure we've just threw a bunch of garbage in in the in the. Uh, bonfires before didn't realize there's batteries there, and they blew up and we all like flew backwards too so we <laughs> are the smartest time, people with fire i one time got pissed off for some reason and took my shirt off and threw it in there and it was a tap out <laughs> shirt and then i was like oh shit i want this shirt so i took it out and patted it out put it back on and it looked cooler than when i had it the first time so there you go it worked out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tap out god damn those are the days yeah. um uh, yeah, Dave, David is bringing up exploding by Nate Johnson. Yeah, that's exactly yep. what happened. But uh, one of my other favorite memories, uh, I don't know if we're going to keep touching on this, but uh, as, is a three-on-three tournament that always happened. Rocket, is it? No, it was a swimming park. Swimming school, swimming Laurel park. park. Yeah, yeah. they still do that? Nope, I don't think oh, so. Man. I remember the, the big thing was the Mosley brothers would come back. And they would yeah. all be on a team. And then, like, we'd have, like, Shane and, you know, like, Robbie Allen and stuff. And, like, trying to beat them. And they would just beat the shit out of most people. So, yeah. <laughs> I never played yeah. because I, I don't – I suck at basketball. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, but now for me, it's the golf tournament. I play in the golf tournament every year on the 4th. Yeah. So, well, that three on three tournament, the average height in Gowry, I was probably five, seven and a half. So, if you had anyone <laughs> six foot tall, you were dominating that fucking thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, gallery. Joey, I think you better head on back on Sunday for the Fourth uh, of I'm July. Good. I'm good. I'm gonna get in the pool all weekend and grill. <laughs> that's my new thing. I'm just that's the one thing I want to talk about more food because I'm looking for ideas. I think I'm gonna do meat candy. I'm probably gonna do those hot dogs. Um, I'd like to do another pork loin. I saw something for firecracker cream cheese that had like 
I don't even know what it was in it, but it was like really spicy stuff. So yeah, I think I might do a bunch of shit on the smoker this weekend. Hell yeah. And it's also payday, so that could be dangerous. So <laughs> burning a hole in my pockets gotta go somewhere. Yep. It's already gone. <laughs> Joey's trying to simulate this economy right now, trying to reduce inflation any ways he sees possible. Thank you exactly. buying a shit ton of cream cheese. All the meat. <laughs> I don't know if it'll help, but he's gonna buy it anyways. So Katrina for some reason can't comment on the YouTube right now, but she's text me and she said fruit pizza is always strikes me as a super 4th of July dessert. Hmm. I like some oh, yeah, yeah. pizza. I was, I was trying to figure out what the hell you were You make the flag out of the white frosting, the red strawberries, the oh, blueberries yeah. for the blue. You know, I mean, come on. Mm. Good call. That's America. Just like Chad said, America. Yeah. America. And, and popsicles out the yin-yang, you know, all the ice cream. Just, ooh. I don't know. My mom made this a couple times for... Uh, Brian's mom's party. Uh, do you remember the uh, ice cream sandwich cake my mom used to make? Like yeah. the double layer of ice cream sandwiches with whipped cream and peanuts and stuff? Uh, I might make mm-hmm. that. No wonder we all die of diabetes sometimes. So. <laughs> That's why every time I, I shake and disgust when I see a piece of fruit or a fresh vegetable. Uh, <laughs> oh, bomb pops, yes. Bomb that, pops. That, that might be the most 4th of July dessert. Just strictly red, white, and blue. Cold, cold yeah. when it's a hot day. I, I, I think it's classic. You see the kids where somehow there's blue above their eyebrow. You know, I, I've never seen one kid eat a bomb pop cleanly, or adult for that matter. So here's here's my question: Why can why can Katrina comment now? Is uh, Restream trying to keep healthy items off the? Off <laughs> yeah. the yeah. yeah, fruit pizza, no fruit, pops. Absolutely let not. it happen. <laughs> the only other food is the Bloody Mary brought that David brought up. So yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. as healthy as we can get. It's a meat. Uh, Someone a someone's going to try to type celery, and it's going to be blocked every single time. <laughs> just going to be censored out the bottom kick it out removed and david says cake and that's okay so i just didn't specify if it was healthy cake or not i mean it could be carrot cake (laughs) (laughs) could be healthy cake all right well let's move on we did touch on arch manning coming to texas um Mm -hmm. so like i said he wants to go four and eight and lose to KU every year. Good spot hey. for him. Mm-hmm. Five and seven before they go to the SEC. How far out do these teams have their schedules? And when they move conferences, do their schedules change or do they keep what they prior had? I was I assuming with Texas that. and Oklahoma, they're going to because the SEC actually gets one more out of conference game. So I'm sure they're they're able to move that around with a little more uh, ease, I guess. Right. Yeah, the SEC's got to put that cupcake game in there in mid October. I'm look. I'm looking up if because I think I know one of the big ones coming up. Texas, like this year, they're playing Alabama. So I wonder if a few of them might even be like SEC coming up because they can actually schedule some good teams in the future here. Hmm. I mean, I'm looking up. They got at Alabama. Ohio State, Michigan. They got Georgia in 28 and 29, and then Florida in 30, 31. So those ones will be easily replaced with whoever they, uh, I, I guess, whoever they want to replace. Or I guess they could even just play them out of conference if they're not in their division. I guess it kind of depends on. on um, Have they on been the told what, if they're going to be East or West? No. 
know, they'll, they'll, they'll figure out a way to make sure Bama's on one and whoever else makes the most money is on the other side. That, that's how they got to make sure that's how it's done. It he doesn't goes, matter when, it doesn't matter when BK's LSU goes undefeated every year. They'll be dancing their way to the championship. Is that what you're saying? Exactly what's happening. Their TikTok, their TikTok account is about to explode. <laughs> Notice we haven't had any of those videos for a while. I wonder if someone said, "Hey, uh, BK, just kind of, just kind of cool it a little bit." Yeah. yeah. B, BK, like they, they had to talk with him like a like a high school dance. Let's, let's get a little distance between you and the kids. Let's make sure we're, you know, enough room for Jesus here. But um, <laughs> no, I, I I guess with with going back to Arch Manning, is anyone surprised he committed to the uh, Longhorns? No, no, not really. Um, I know we talked about it yesterday um, via. T- via text back and forth about whether we've heard that he's, you know, not as good as his hype and it was all because of his name and stuff. And I know I texted you, but I, I, I wanted to see your guys' thoughts too. I think that he, he has to be as good as advertised. Otherwise teams like Georgia and, you know, uh, Clemson and people that are trying to beat Bama year in and year out would not have went after him. I mean, What's a name to Georgia or Clemson? I mean, they're going to get money brought in with other high-end five-star recruits no matter what. So I think this was a bold move by Texas to grab a very high-profile athlete and also, again, bring more attention to that damn school that, you know, can't live up to their preseason rankings. So I I didn't say this in the text conversation when we were talking about this, but the day he committed to Texas – was like really the first time I've ever watched any video on him. And, you know, me being the quarterback guru that I am. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) Yes. Yes. His like every, every uh, clip of him, the the receiver is wide open. Mm -hmm. Anybody can make that throw. And his arm motion is, I mean, I'm sure he'll, come to college, he'll come to Texas, they'll have a quarterback coach, things will, mechanics will change, but his arm motion, it looks like he's just shot putting the ball out there. It's, it's just, it looked weird, like his throwing motion. I've got like to said, look that up, because that's exactly how Max Johnson looks, so now I have to look that up. Oh, God. He's not going to LSU. He's not going to torture you, bud. Thank so, you. <laughs> that was my thing. I'm like, is he really that great? Like, is he the biggest prospect ever? I, I don't, I don't know. Man, if he's that bad, you would you would think that his you know family should be able to afford him to go to like Peyton Manning's uh, quarterback academy or something. He probably go for free. Know. Peyton, oh, I don't know Peyton if he can get in. First kids pay full price <laughs> and make the NFL. He says full price for you, my friend. So man, I, uh, I, don't know. I guess I haven't watched any video on him. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to. I just think the the one thing that that I I really feel in. And I know a lot of people share the same opinion is, you know, this is good. This is good to have something where we're talking about Texas in a positive light, because then if they shit the bed and I can be a Sarkater again, it just makes it that much more, you know, it, it, it kind of got boring. It's like when the Yankees are bad, it's like, no, so they got to be somewhat relevant. So when they do shit the bed in the off season or something bad happens, haha, you know, you can, you can talk about all your championships from 1926 and in the 1920s, you know, and then we, we can just shit on you because you have all the amenities and you still can't, you know, create a winner. So I don't know. I'm, I'm glad he chose them over those two. You know, 
I guess technically Big Twelve until they move his freshman or sophomore year, whatever it is. But um, I, I don't know. I, I I kind of enjoy, it, and it's kind of funny that you know of, of like the stat I have in here, Texas. They've they've had three quarterbacks all time that have gotten like the perfect rating. It was Vince Young, Arch Manning, and then the guy that they just bought. I'm sorry, brought in uh, Quinn Ewers is the other guy with a perfect like hundred rating. So now now they haven't had the this uh, you know this top type of recruit like this, and now they have two perfect rating quarterbacks that potentially are going to compete against each other. Is it next year or two years from now? Two years from now, I think. Yeah, he's a twenty. 23 23 23 yeah yeah hmm. so. I, I suppose spin zone on all this so that we can keep hitting on texas maybe uh georgia and them just were propping them up propping them up propping up and all of a sudden like oh no you oh. go to texas you go to texas and they were doing like, the bidding because they knew they were going to keep it they were going <laughs> to have to buy it and then all of a sudden they pulled out last minute and then texas just got got That'd be great. <laughs> I, I did watch a little bit Trent just now. Um, he does kind of have that same little, like, almost like Cox's wrist down like Max Johnson did to do somewhat of a shot put. It's kind of weird. It's not as, yeah. as aggressive as Max's was, but it gives me PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Tim Tebow-esque, is it? Like, I, maybe I should watch it. No. no. No, I think I think he'll be fine. He just... It's a name, that's for sure. I mean, it's right. it's kind of like you know the whole Charlie Woods thing. He's going to get every offer from every college and on the planet before he goes because of his name. And so if the, the guy can throw a football, and his his, his uncle's Peyton Manning, correct? His mm, uncle. Yeah, yeah he's. Uh, yeah, I'm Chad sure he, said I'm, the the long con that was that was Georgia mm-hmm. and and Bama there. <laughs> so how how what do you think his deal was? How how big was the bag that he secured from Texas? Oh, I don't know. Do they have that posted? I, I already texted it to you. It was a Longhorn Steakhouse. The Flo's Filet is unbeatable. <laughs> All you can eat Flo's Filets at Longhorn, you got it. Oh, man. I made Longhorn like twice in the last – twice a week for the last like month, and they par- Parmesan-crusted chicken is my, maybe my new favorite thing in the world. That is fucking phenomenal. Longhorn's underrated. Oh, very much. Very much. Everyone goes to the Texas Roadhouse, but man, that that Parmesan chicken is amazing. Mm -hmm. The Archie Manning Parm Chicken, that's what it's soon going to be named after once he gets that uh, endorsement deal. Parched chicken. (laughs) No, so we we were talking uh, uh, supposedly, and it's been later proven false, but uh, that Miami quarterback, uh, Jason uh, Asada, I can't can't remember the name off the top of my head, but there's a rumor about this quarter. This uh, it was a four-star quarterback, and it was behind Arch Manning, the fifth-ranked QB. There were rumors going around where he got nine and a half million from Miami, and he had turned down eleven million from Florida. And both have since been proven wrong. But isn't it isn't it kind of sad or crazy that those numbers get thrown out and no one really bats an eye? They just kind of go, "Sounds about right now for for this NIL." And there's and there's no restrictions. But if, nine million if, for a, a top quarterback. If those rumors and those numbers are being thrown around, it, it makes me think that those numbers are being thrown around. Why else would that come out? You know? Yeah. The the the, the other strange thing and and where this is like coming out as false and like the Gator Collective, where like that had to come out and basically say this is not what happened and we did not offer this much. 
the 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 representative or agent for this five star or four star quarterback, he calls himself an NIL lawyer. Like you're acting like this is like like I'm a you know if I'm a lawyer I do constitutional law. Okay, that's been around for a while. NIL's been around. Everyone knows the exact same amount as everyone else. You're you're acting like you're some expert. You're you're just some con. How, how can you be an NIL lawyer, a lawyer for something that there literally is no rules for? Yeah. <laughs> that, so i i just keep thinking of the lawyer that michael scott hires on the office when uh, oh god <laughs> what was it he's like I'm sexual thinking. sexual harassment right yeah so it's like that's what it was sexual harassment and then he goes yeah. uh injury law something else blah 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 it's like what don't you do <laughs> see my first thought was uh saul goodman like the dude's got to be a snake <laughs> you got to, dude. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's not like there's some, you know, you're pouring over the documents. We all get the rules at the same time. Hell, we probably know just as much as that guy. We just don't, whatever. Like I said, it just, it just really, it really felt weird. It's like, okay, so you're representing uh, eight, 17, if not 18 year old, and trying to talk about how these collectors are throwing around this money. It, it, it feels like, and he's made a career of it. It, it feels almost like Rich Paul. He, he was this salesman that ran into Joey knows the story, but ran, ran into LeBron, and he kind of faked it till he made it. And now he's a, a top agent, so maybe he's faking. I'm the I'm the NIL lawyer, gets his name out there, some stories, and now all of a sudden everyone wants to get represented by him because he's throwing out these numbers. And if this kid gets something similar, why the fuck wouldn't put you tr- you put your trust into him, and and be able to set yourself up for that type of, I guess, payout or success or whatever you want to call it. Which uh, huge music diva is he going to date now? Who? Well, Rich Paul's dating Adele. Who's this NIL lawyer going to date? He, he's going to uh, Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of any solo acts off the top Billie of Billie Eilish. Because she's the bad guy. She looks like Killian Murphy. Uh, ever since I saw the comparison of those two faces side by side, yes. it's like here's Killian Murphy and here's Killian Murphy with a double D bust. That's the that's the difference right there. Maybe Killian has that dragon tattoo as well that I know about just off the top of my head. But she's the girl with the dragon tattoo. Uh, she has one, or it's a lizard. I don't know. I'm assuming it's a dragon. But sorry, it was a joke about a movie. No, I, I I've seen it. I know. <laughs> Oh, okay, good, good. <laughs> so, no, but how and say I, I don't know. I like I said, I think it's good for Texas. Bring bring someone in, we can hate on them a little bit more. So, <laughs> not you, not yeah, you. Th- yeah, not, Joey, does your coworker still hate me because I hated on Sark so much? I don't think so. Okay, well, we'll start back up once college football comes oh, up on my night, and season I do our two. preseason pod. S- season two, big Sark hate pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Out. Uh, and it, I may, I mean, I switched departments too, so maybe he does. <laughs> I tell you, man. <laughs> yes. Took me, it took me to, <laughs> a little while to find that, but yeah, you're you're right on the money there. Mm-hmm. I'm star- I'm only staring at one a little longer for some reason, though. I don't know why. I think it's just Julian's eyes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I switched departments, so maybe that person still does hate you. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't heard anything. No, question number one: When we do the preseason college football pod, is does 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 Sarkeesian have that dog in him? And then we will discuss. 
The answer is no, by the way. He does absolutely right. not have the dog in him. <laughs> does he have the dog in him? I keep hearing that all over the place on Twitter, and I, I just wanted to bring it in. And I think that I'll make that my new catchphrase here. Do they got that dog in them? I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's. I'm thinking that's a spinoff of everything they do on Pat McAfee. That he's a dog. He's got the dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of the uh, NBA draft was last Thursday. Is any any of them players got that dog in them? Who gives yeah. a shit? Keegan Murray does. Who does join? Keegan Murray from Iowa went number four to Sacramento. Him and De'Aaron Fox are going to run this league. Say, too bad he had to go to Sacramento, though. Well, I mean, you guys were the ones arguing about having to build a team out of the draft last week, and now we're talking. No one gives a shit about the NBA draft. Well, what do you What do you want here? Like, you hate <laughs> no, it, no, like no, it. No, no one gives do? a shit about the NBA. <laughs> so I was just going to say the best thing that happened to Tyrese Halliburton was. Sacramento trading him. Yep. Get him out oh, of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the Pacers. I think, like, legitimately, Joey, if there was, like, you know, he could have gone to any team, for sure last pl- – bottom three had to have been Sacramento, right? Oh, God, yeah. No one likes yeah. the Kings. No so that, I mean, that was – I enjoyed Murray last year for Iowa. You know, being a huge Iowa State fan, I enjoyed Murray. Uh, and that's the first thing I thought was, oh, God. Sacramento. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, like, if, if, even if he would have ended up in Orlando or only even Detroit, Detroit would have actually been cool with Kate Cunningham, but mm-hmm. uh, Sacramento, man. Well, in Luca, cards, dude. For in Detroit. Detroit. No, yeah. Luka. yeah. Oh, Luca. Yeah, I was thinking Luca Doncic. Sorry, uh, but yeah, yeah Luka so many national players of the year. You just forget them all, huh? Well, Garza's a very, very limited role player. So, yeah. Um, no, I, I just but, feel like Keegan going to Sacramento, just real quick. I feel like that took all the fun of being able to make fun of him because it's like if he would have done well with the Magic, like, like, oh, yeah, he's got some warm weather, but, you know, he, he's still, it's just like, oh, he went to the one place. Like, it's like, I feel bad for making fun of him now. He went to the worst situation. They just, small market. There's nothing exciting about the team. The bland colors, like light purple and gray. I mean, come on. It would be what like would if, you know, Iowa had a, like, first-team All-American quarterback that just out of nowhere no one expected to happen, and then he goes to the Jets. Like, that's exactly what it feels like. <laughs> like like Brees Hall. <laughs> yeah, like Brees Hall. Yes. That's <laughs> really, Green. So, yeah, we, yes, we, don't, we do know what it's like. Yeah. Brian, what, what I found out now is I really want you to be doing a weekly segment of all the team's uniforms now. Me, like, yeah, you <laughs> like you, oh. you do one NBA, one NFL, and one NHL or whatever per week for 32 weeks, MLB okay. even. And uh, yeah, you give us you give us our take with the whole light purple or purple and light gray, like ah, thing. No, fuck this, yeah. I mean, the, the best <laughs> one will be red and yellow, Chiefs colors. We know that's gonna be an A plus on the scale, but or the geez. Philadelphia Stars or whatever they are. <laughs> Yeah, with Blob or whatever the fuck his name is. Yes. I think yeah. they made the championship this weekend. So, Ooh. oh, they, they, Jesus Christ! Uh, USFL updates. Uh, who are they playing? I mean, Houston. No, Wait. they're not. The Houston didn't make the playoffs, didn't make wasn't it? it? No, it no, was you, the Generals, wasn't it? Oh, oh could the be. Birmingham Generals. Well, that's kind of cool. Hometown or no? That's Jersey Generals, isn't it? 
Maybe Birmingham Wolves. was the one. Hell, I don't know. Did, did anybody watch this? <laughs> no, I'm trying to find I know it right we now. Didn't. Nobody you know wants I, the yeah. You know when I stopped watching Trent was when my team last year fucking 0 for three pilot shit team. Once I think we that might have been the watch. only game. Well, I think maybe Pittsburgh won two. I it's it's the Stars versus the Stallions for the championship. Ah, so Birmingham, yep. Yeah. I think my uh, computer's going to break. Huh? I just nice. clicked on a Fox News article, so I think my computer's going to break. But it's... Uh... <laughs> Oh yeah, the stallions killed the breakers. Jesus, you, you uh, you get you looking to get in a reverse mortgage over there, Joey, or what are you doing? <laughs> Basically, I'm out he, of it now. God, Joey pulls out of it. Otherwise, in about 15 minutes, he's going to be sitting here going, you know, Tucker Carlson kind of has some points. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh fuck. Nope. No. <laughs> but, but no, as much as we shit on each other's teams, I'd say good on Keegan Murray for going forth. Like I said, yep. the joke is he had to go to Sacramento. So, you know, yeah. best of luck to him. Hopefully he gets the Tyrese treatment, gets traded out of there. They they think they're going to keep building up these picks around De'Aaron Fox, you said, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, good luck. You're right. So. Yeah, I think I don't know. Um, as far as the rest of the draft went, I was surprised. Uh, Jabari Smith went three. I thought he was the best mm-hmm. overall prospect as far as NBA goes. Um, him going to Houston is going to be awesome for him in his career. They do for all of Houston's faults. They have a amazing uh, what do I want to call it? Like a development program going on there with all their young guys and stuff. And even when James Harden was there and they were building around him with young guys, I mean. They were doing really well with things. Uh, what, they just know how um, to build people up. How? What, what would you say is a big fault about Houston, though? Are you saying like it's bad that they have a player that's making $47 million and didn't play? <laughs> is that bad? No. no. <laughs> Houston, a uh, fucking... Oh, my God. Go, sorry, go ahead. You're fine. Wait, what player are you talking about? John Wall, dude. Oh, yeah. He ha- he's only he played just... 47 games the last... If he like he played uh, he played zero games three years ago, forty seven games two years ago, and then they had that issue where he was there trying to like basically tank and he didn't play. He mm-hmm. made like hundred and ten million dollars and only played forty seven games. That's still almost as many or less. In the way, that's less than Kyrie. That's yeah, less so. than Kyrie for sure. Yeah. I mean, in Kyrie's some of it before this year was injury though, so I, I'm not gonna fault a guy for that. Like if it was he was forty seven injured, yeah, but like. Just the sitting out, and then, and then him re-upping his own contract, and they have to pay him. I mean, Jesus yep. Christ, man, forty-seven million dollars, and the guy didn't play last year. But he's got his own song, John Wall, John Wall, John Wall, John Wall. Going that there's a song about me is the same as Sacramento saying, "Remember that time we almost beat the Lakers?" I mean, that's <laughs> the equivalent of how relevant he's been. I mean, exactly. Exactly. I mean, the I feel first like John Chris Wall's Becker. been a name since back in high school. I, I, I'm surprised he's still in the league. Oh yeah, I got he's it, the guys. Clippers now. So while we're on hiatus here, smoking the peyote and everything, we need to create the next big song about Arch Manning, Arch Man, and then we can we can we make the next John Wall song. Is I guess what I'm getting at. We're gonna create a make a shit ton of money. I think I think we got to, it's a good idea. Trent, write that down. We'll have it. So got by it. the uh, beginning of next season. Got it. We got like a month and a half to get this done. Yeah. Joey, you, you got lyrics, okay? You know the most about NBA. Or, uh, oh. Oh, shoot. Yeah, yeah, I don't know I, why NBA. I, I'm getting him and yeah. John Wall mixed up now. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, I can do the lyrics. 
Arch Manning is the best. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we ain't going country with this thing. If you're going country, you just get out now. So, but no, it's Longhorns. We have to go country. Fuck, we do, don't we? That, well, yeah. we, we can do EDM. We, we'll get it figured out. We can make it Texas country, so at least it'd be good. Yeah, right. or what, what do you call it? We can do red dirt country. Yeah. What's what's EDM? Is that electronic dance music? Yes. It is. Look at you putting letters together. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no. I'm smart. <laughs> no, let's do uh, dubstep, and then dubstep. on the drop, it just yells Omaha. And so it works. no lyrics monsters. at all. Yeah. Wait for the drop. Omaha! <laughs> yes. I, I think we, should, we, we could do like a Bill Nye the Science Guy, just like like Oh, like our arch guy, the throwing guy, like Peyton is his uncle. Arch, 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 arch. and we just fucking chant his name a little bit. But I think we, <laughs> we, we, we keep brainstorming this thing. We'll have it in about thirty minutes or so. <laughs> Maybe by the end of this pod, we might have a new song out. <laughs> Trent, weren't you the, weren't you huge in the dubstep back in college? No. <laughs> I was. There was <laughs> I think I'd listened, was, I have heard like one song. I could have swore it was you. I, I but I remember someone in college just like, oh my god, dubstep is the coolest dubstep. thing ever. Just yeah. robots having sex is what it I, is. I, I still listen to Skrillex like, like at least twice a week. Yeah, no, no, Trent, Trent, don't be sitting here and don't act like you didn't like scary monsters and nice sprites, okay? Yeah, I can see right. you. But, I mean, I with, with those glasses, with the rectangular glasses, you kind of look like Skrillex a little bit. Now, you need the super long hair, but, you know, you're, you're halfway there with the glasses, basically. So who is this? Skrillex. Skrillex. And then Dead Mouse And uh, Face Nectar. Yeah. And who else do we want to talk about? You said <laughs> Yeah, De- Dead Mouse. Um, Are you sure you didn't know Joey like 12 years ago, Ryan? <laughs> it might have been Joey. <laughs> yeah, ran into him at a random bar. I could have swore you were the dubstep man. Twelve yeah, dubstep. I'm trying to think. It's twelve years ago. That would have been long enough where Joey drunkly would probably would have been telling people about how Sean Green was going to the NFL Hall of Fame. Is that around that timeline potentially? <laughs> I can see that. So I, that's a that's another example. Sean Green Sean had a great Green. career at Iowa, and then where's he end up? The fucking Jets, dude. And then it. Uh, so. Oh, what are we sharing here with? Yeah. You? That's Trent. All you literally need to—you don't even have to put on a full wig. You just need half a wig there, because half your head needs to be shaved, and then just throw a wig on the other half, and you're Skrillex now. If I literally saw this guy tomorrow on the street, I'd be like, "Excuse me, who are you?" I—I I would never. I'm the guy whose bank account is way bigger than yours. Yeah. If if I if I ran into him tomorrow, I'd probably be saying something. If a guy looked like that, I'd probably be saying. No, I don't want fries with that. Thank you, sir. We'll be able to make our Arch Manning podcast, our Arch Manning song. And actually, who's the, who's totally the marshmallow the head guy? Oh, wait, he's right there. He's in the yeah, third. No. Yeah. There's two of them. There's marshmallow, marshmallow and there's dead mouse. Yep. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these people are so terrible at making music, they have to hide their face. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's because they're going to get so much pussy if they get the mask off. They can't be in public without the mask. <laughs> my, my bad. This oh. mask is simply a pussy repellent. Otherwise, it would just get so exhausting how much pussy they'll get. Like, I mean, like, you saw Skrillex's face. Like, think, think, think back in the day. 
you'd be a groupie for a band and they kind of be sitting around strumming around you're like listen to this new tune whatever and then they're like they're like hey ladies listen to this and then they just hit play and then they sit there <laughs> how do you like it you know like like I said, they're so terrible at making music, they have to hide their face. Well, you, repelling. I'm telling I stand, you. <laughs> I stand behind what I said, okay? Fuck. So, well, uh, did, did Christian Braun's mom win the draft? I, I, was, gonna, I was trying to think, figure out what the opposite of pussy repelling, because that's <laughs> whatever it was, she had it because it was bringing the cameras towards her. Cause, and she, I was won the, Holy shit. she won the draft. Yeah, well, old, old Clark isn't here to represent KU. So, but but uh, Christian Christian Braun's hot mom is another victory for the Big Twelve here. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so, so when I was making the itinerary for this, I was like, I, I was um, I was typing it up, and like I had I had a few minutes of like at the end of the day. So I was like, I'll just get this typed up. We have nothing else going on, and. Some like a coworker came up to me because all I like I was trying to find a picture. So in our itinerary, we have a picture of it, everyone, just for behind the scenes here. But I was trying to find the best picture to convey it, and all people saw me at work was looking up Christian Braun's mom and trying to find a good picture to copy and paste. And they're like, uh, "Do you want to do that not at work?" I was like, "Oh fuck!" So I close that out. And I was like, "Yeah, probably you want to do that not at work." <laughs> Yeah, I was like, whatever. I mean, it's not like I'm looking anything worse. It was just I, I needed a quick, like, five-second photo. I was being too picky with it. And, like, a 15-second ordeal, people caught me with it. I, I, I Red-handed, not in a bad way either. Can, can somebody... So I guess there's another guy, uh, Dyson Daniel. His mom, I guess, popped up all over headlines too. But, yeah, so the, the it's crazy what we watched the draft for. The other thing I wanted to ask you about Christian Braun's mom is does uh does Christian Braun's mom have that dog in her, guys? That I think we need to discuss. All she gotta do is ask for it. <laughs> get, uh, get her in the dog position and then she'll have that dog in her. Is that what you're saying? I mean, you take it how you want to take it. Okay, well I uh, I told her that same thing, so <laughs> yeah, okay, that, that, that so that, that was all I took away from the NBA draft. Oh, uh, uh, our favorite school's star player, Chet Holmgren, he went to uh, Oklahoma City, which I could care less about. But they do have – apparently they have two seven-foot-tall who, – who's the center for Oklahoma City right now, Joey? Good fucking question. It uh, doesn't matter. They're both seven-foot-tall. There's two of them now, and they call themselves the Slim Towers. I thought that was kind of cool. One of them is number 17. The other one's number 71. Uh, Holmgren's number 71. So I was like, yeah, whatever. He's a different number. That's kind of cool. But that's about the extent of that point. Hmm. Now I'm I, curious on who it actually is. Yeah. I saw that he went second and it was like, is, is he going to be the next Adam Morrison from Gonzaga to the NBA and not hold up? I mean, he's like 6'11 and weighs mm. 165 pounds. Well, yeah, it were, it, it kind of reminds me of Kevin Durant a little bit. We're all we're, where we're all going to say he need, he can't bench press 185 pounds, can't do his thing. If he bulks up just just enough where he's not going to get beat up down low, I'm sure he'll be just fine. But I guess kind of depends on the system around him too. Yeah, there's been a lot of people talking about him. You know, his comp being Kevin Durant, and 
I, I don't know. I didn't see enough of his distance shooting in college to make that comparison. But well, whatever, he uh, also broke Steph Curry's ankles in a pickup game once. So that went viral. So, yeah, he's got great handles, for especially for a big guy. But I just to me, he just doesn't have the shot yet. But I don't know. What do I know? I, I feel like, though, his breaking Steph's ankles is he kind of like leaned this way and then his one step took Steph Curry's four. So like, yeah, Steph kind of has to run up on his long ass fucking lanky steps, but he just got um, crossed up. Yeah. He just got done crossed up. Remember that time LeBron James got stuffed on camera and they uh, had to delete it off the internet because LeBron forced it. Oh, no. on uh, at his, at his NBA camp. Yeah. Right? LeBron's yeah. never been dunked on. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Trent. There you go. People can actually see the picture of what I was talking about there. Yeah. But, yeah, she whew, She does got that dog in her. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, we were talking about not having to edit stuff earlier. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think we're doing fine. We haven't said anything crazy obnoxious yet. I know, I know. One take. That's what this podcast is about. One take yeah. only. Yeah. Yeah. One, we one pride take. ourselves on our professionalism being able to do it in one take. That's mm. right. We should rename it one take only. Oh, yeah. I like it. Unedited. You won't be able to handle our hot takes. And it's just like, <laughs> I hate LeBron a little bit more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Joey's going to be sending us a long list of things before next season. Be like, all right, guys, these are the ground rules. No LeBron slander. No LeBron until the final five minutes because it's just going to devolve into a, a path that we can't get out of. Look, we're already spiraling down right now. All Everyone right, so- can hate on LeBron as long as they equally hate other stars that have had to build. And force teams like as long as you hate Kevin Durant the same can, as LeBron. Hey, I'm whatever. good with hating people like Aaron Rodgers. 73 days till NFL football, guys. Yes, oh, yeah. we're just a little over two months. This is oh, yeah. Ryan transitioning because he hates talking NBA. NBA sucks. <laughs> I am sorry. I will say one thing: the NBA playoffs this year were actually pretty dang good, but the other six months out of the year, the NBA sucks. But, but I, Joe, yeah, you that. might be the one that that did that, uh, Ryan. But Joey's totally right. I I would always tell him, man, fuck the 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 playoffs. I hate LeBron. I just you know if he wasn't in there, I'd watch. I didn't. I watched zero minutes of NBA playoff basketball <laughs> without LeBron. So it affected me zero. So let 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 the poor guy in if he can buy another team, bring in a few more all stars. We'll, we'll get, we'll get yeah, he, you know, he fired. He got his coach fired. He can get some star players in with a new regime. It, okay, real quick, last thing before, because yeah, honestly, I <coughs> is, is it is Kyrie for sure going to Lakers, or is that still just like a heavy rumor right now? It's a heavy rumor. Yeah. They, I just read yeah. that they are heavily pursuing him, and heavy. I think Westbrook's already out. So. Yeah. I thought that didn't I read something tonight that he's going to stay with the Nets four years or something like that? Yeah, so they're trying to do a sign and trade, um, and oh, okay. he either does a sign and trade to the Lakers or no one's going to pick up his his option. No, so. I didn't. I guess I didn't understand that. I saw the signing with the Nets. I was like, oh, I guess he's staying there. No, he'll, they'll the probably case, do a uh, sign and trade if anything. Okay. Yep. The A eleven even. So. Anyway, we can move on. 
Yeah. You know what used to be really good about the NBA was back in the day. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, just keep on. Back in the day, like that's when the new Call of Duty trailer first trailers would be released was during the NBA Finals. They don't even do that anymore. Even Call of Duty's like, you know what? Screw the NBA. We'll send a tweet out, and more people will see this tweet than if it was on the NBA Finals. And they do well, and they got a lot more personalized ads now. Like I know the newest uh, Call of Duty. Modern Warfare 2, like they, they had like they had a national campaign. They had one with like Pete Davidson and then they had one with like uh, Tim the Tatman. So they they I think they're kind of slowly going from like the big national commercial, kind of cutting it down to like, hey, why don't we just, you know, include these these people in the community, bring in someone like Pete Davidson that everyone loves and or hates and they're going to talk about yeah. them. Who and, likes and, Pete Davidson? Kim know, Kardashian. Like, yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> Does Pete yeah. Davidson have that dog in him? <laughs> so, always, all, one of my all-time favorite bloopers was on Parks and Rec when uh, they're talking about comeback stories and Chris oh. and they're naming they're naming comeback stories and Chris Pratt's like this person, this person, Kim Kardashian. They're like, I don't think Kim Kardashian had a comeback. He goes. I thought she had come on her back in oh, the yeah, video. Really <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's either that one for me or Chris Pratt uh, going to the doctor and the, he just has to lift up, lift a uh, list symptoms. And he talks yeah. about he's doctor. When I take a poop, I, I wipe and I have to keep wiping. So poop, so poop. It's like a marker back there. <laughs> my favorite blooper of his. It, it, it turns out he did a lot of ad living in that show, and he was pretty damn funny on the, some of the stuff he did. Oh, oh God, yeah. Now, now he's kind of Mr. Serious, uh, Mr. Serious Action Star. Uh, check out Prime for the ter- the terminal list, but I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Once you start taming dinosaurs, Stop the, you become a serious actor. actor you know. Yeah, blue. I don't know what you guys were doing. Charlie, <laughs> Joey comes back and there's three people. Fucking, <laughs> we're trying to hold Joey back. We didn't want him to go crazy. Come uh, back. Here's the force. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Jurassic World. My lord. Do we? Do we want to fucking? Do we want well, to? Well, I mean, here or yeah. We? Next up, we Ryan transitioned really good about Aaron Rodgers to the NFL, but the next thing on here is golf. So I don't know where you're going with that, Ryan. <laughs> I was just trying to change the subject of the NBA, and I ended up taking it back to the NBA. So it's <laughs> so well, one thing. here's what I love about back in the day in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> but I did want to say, hey, 73 days till NFL football. We're getting closer, you know. Oh yeah, dude. 61 for college football. We're we're slowly getting back. Yes. This is the shitty part. Is we're in the slowest part of the year with sports, and it just I I was watching on ESPN two. They're doing a parody of ESPN 8, uh, the Ocho from Dodgeball, and they're doing Corgi races. Like, Corgi, like names of the Corgis, fucking where yep. they're from. This is ESPN 2. There's nothing else going on? I, apparently not. Yep. So, yeah, we can talk about golf transitioning from that then. <laughs> yeah, nothing else. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Live Golf has kind of been dominating the the headlines, although the, the U.S. Open was pretty dang good a couple weeks back. Um even the Travelers this last weekend was really good. But the PGA announced within the last week their kind of answer to the Live Golf Series. And they're just all of a sudden randomly found a bunch of money somehow. Crazy that they did that. But there's 
Yeah. So there's eight tournaments, eight of the biggest tournaments of the year, like the Arnold Palmer Invitational, the the Players Championship. They're going up to like twenty million dollars per per uh, championship. Then, um, how much the other more thing compared to the, what it was before? So I've got a list here. Um, like the Genesis, so the Genesis Invitational. That's the the tournament that Tiger hosts. Um, it's up from twelve million to twenty million. Um, same thing with the Arnold Palmer. The Players Championship is going up to twenty five million from twenty million. Um, the other ones look like they're going to twenty million from like fifteen or twelve. So it's a pretty good increase. Um, Twenty to sixty percent increase on on all the championships there. Holy shit! Yeah. Um. The other thing is they're kind of changing the FedEx Cup up. Um. They're doing three events. Top seventy go to the first. Um. And that top seventy gets their card for the next year. They're automatically in all the tournaments the the following year. And then they're also making it. Um, so after that, there's a series of a few tournaments where people can secure their card in the top 125, stay on the tour full time. Um, they're all exempted for, for all the tournaments. So that was kind of their, their short term answer to, okay, we're going to throw some more money into these bigger tournaments and try to make it easier for the top 125 to stay permanent. Now in that FedEx, now you're talking about just staying on. You're not talking about that kind of year-round, like the FedEx Cup, like the like the biggest social media presence and like winning. As far as as far as I know, nothing's changed with that. And I know the FedEx Cup they they up their money quite a bit in the last couple of years too. Yeah, well, I, I think they did. Juan, I gotta find the article. Um, I think the they, they so it's the social media presence here, Juan. Social media presence. Um, actually, like winning your tournaments or your placement, and then if you side with Saudi Arabia, you lose a bunch of points. Apparently, so I think yeah. if you uh, if you look into that article, you, a lot of people are dropping in those FedEx rankings for sure. Yeah, and so another thing too is people were concerned that they were going to buy the the D. It's the DP um, tour, which used to be the European. Yeah, I know, right? Big time. Um, mm-hmm. it used to be the European PGA, and yeah. they they came out in the last week and said, "Hey, if you're if you're going to one of these rogue or terrorist backed um, tours, mm-hmm. you're going to be banned from us," which they did, and and you're going to be fined also. So you know, it, it, within a week, it was, "Oh my gosh, the Live is going to buy the European tour." To oh, okay, we're banned from all the tournaments of the European tour now. So, so I saw the that DP- the the Live said that they would pay the fines yeah. for their players that are leaving that tour. But, yeah. So you're saying for the DP tour, um, if they go to, if, if they uh, go to live tour, they can't fill the hole at the DP tour anymore. Yeah, that's exactly right. They gotta, they gotta vacate that hole. Yeah. Well, then there's more holes to fill for the DP. I mean, we're hope they can get yep. a couple guys in there. Yep. <laughs> I knew it was going to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the two letters came out of his mouth, I was like, uh-huh. yeah. "You saw the yeah, cogs turning in the <laughs> Yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be good. Um, so there's that. The other thing was um, this last week the the LPGA had one of their majors, and Lexi Thompson, who's one of the best Americans, she had another collapse. I think she had like four bogeys and six or seven of the last holes and lost by one. Yikes. And so she, she kind of has a history of, of blowing big tournaments, unfortunately. But there was one uh, article, headline article, and it was this. Lexi Thompson's behavior following women's uh, PGA defeat sparks fierce debate. Her behavior was that she didn't go and talk to the press. So 
she didn't talk to the press, but then she went and signed autographs for fans afterwards. So my question to you guys, should it be, should they, should professionals have to be going to talk to press afterwards? I think, I mean, I think that's part of the being a professional, to be honest. I know like with this one and, 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 you know, guess what? Who's kicking the biggest deal about it is the media because now they have one less person to quote about it. But I know, uh, oh, they make people like us in the media look bad. Yeah, yeah, us in the media. Yeah, exactly. I I think I think when you're like, and especially now, you're starting to see all these these athletes starting to come out, and you know, uh, Naomi Osaka, the the mm-hmm. Japanese tennis player, she's kind of done the same thing where she has stopped talking with the media, kind of when she feels like it. I don't know when when Lexi Thompson does. I mean, personally, I I mean, I do get it, but I think if you're healthy enough where you can go through a tournament like that. I think you got to be enough of a professional to be able to talk to the media afterwards. And, and guess what? It is going to suck. But uh, yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's part of it. That's why you're getting this big paycheck. Cause guess what? If I could get my big paycheck from work and just take out the shitty parts of it, especially when I have to report when I do stuff bad. Yeah. I would opt out of it if I could, but I'm getting paid to take the good and the bad. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I'm, I'm kind of on the opposite where I'm just like, I, I don't feel like they owe reporters anything, mm-hmm. but I, I totally get where you're, where you're coming from. You know, the, the only thing is though, like for me, it's like, they're going to write their own story. Cause apparently her behavior was bad just because they didn't go, she didn't go and talk to, to the reporter, but I mean, she still went and, and signed autographs for fans. So it's like, you're, you're kind of writing your own story. Like she, she was pissed, obviously frustrated and pissed off because she blew this huge tournament but she didn't hurt anybody. She, you know, she went and she went and, um, I guess, uh, went and did stuff with the people that, in my opinion, actually matter. You're the fans that pay to go to these events and stuff. But I mean, I can, I can really see it both ways. Yeah. So they, her group was put on the clock too. And she was fined for slow play. Yeah. It said that they played that round in five hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. And it's one of those things Justin Thomas, I think, said it best where it's kind of a read the room situation. You're in the final group of a, of a major championship and, you know, slow plays crappy, but you're in the toughest situation of your of your life, basically, in in that tournament. So I don't know. I, th- I think you need to read the room and say, OK, let's you know, let's not worry about it for this one huge event. You know, can we then if you do that? If you do that, then it's like, oh well. Then how do you do it for this tournament? Or how do you I think I think majors should be excused. Like if you if you're doing it for you know the local um, two person scramble at pre, you know whatever. I don't think the smaller tournaments or the Phoenix, you know the the one that you always go to in Phoenix. I don't think those should you know be given an excuse. But these majors, I mean, the majors are what these players play for. I think those should be the excuse. That's what that's what these these four tournaments out of the year are what these players spend hours and hours grinding for. Yeah, but I I, I don't know. I just say like you can't do it for one and then not the other. That's I don't know. But but it's just a judgment thing no matter what you do it on or who because then if you do it to some player, like, well, why didn't you do it to this player? You know, it, it's a judgment thing, which yeah. which I, sucks. I think I we think, let them drink and smoke weed and then they can talk. That's they right. Really well. That's right. Really loosen them up, huh? Yeah. I, I, I've, I think for those four tournaments out of the year, 
they you know they're like okay um, unless it's just absolutely atrocious which five hour five and a half hours is pretty dang bad i'll say that but i think for the four majors out of the year i think that's when you're the one exception love okay these are the hugest tournaments on the planet let's just cut them a little slack on this one yeah i, I don't know i i kind of agree with trent though i think you have to have an all or nothing because you you, you you know you give them an inch they're going to take it a mile you got to keep it black or white it's yes or no you know yeah yes you always have to talk with them i i mean and that's where also you know the with the media kind of kicking up a huge issue then may, you know maybe don't be as big of assholes then i guess like if you expect them to come in and, do, and answer your questions and you know people are going to interpret that differently what is a tough question what's a softball question but i, I think either way you got to make yourself present or maybe do the march on lynch i'm just here to not get fined and you just sit there i, I mean whatever I, I i should just think you need to be available for sure um, I'm trying to think, you know, about the whole with you saying, you know, not to be such big assholes. I'm trying to think what did Will Zalator say a couple weeks back after the U.S. Open? Um, I'm trying to pull it up here. Um, hmm. They were trying to give him uh, putter t- putting tips and stuff like that. And it's it just basically, you know, I don't I don't have. Let's see. Here. Someone, someone was trying to give the professional golfer golfing tips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. I can see why he wouldn't have taken that one uh, too lightly, but yeah, yeah, I'm not able to see. But it's like I don't, I don't have time to you know to listen to these Twitter, uh, Instagram assholes or something like that. Where it's true, I mean, these are the best. You know, he he's all. It seems like he's always in the top five in these majors. And it's like people like me going on Instagram saying, you know what, you need to do this. You need to change your putting so you do this and that. And it's like, you know, these these guys know what they're doing. You don't have to sit there and grill them for 20 minutes asking them, why would you do it this way? Why would you do it that way? In the moment, nobody's going to do what they do as good as they do. Yeah. No, well, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram morons. Yeah. Instagram morons. Yeah. He didn't call him cucks or something, you know. He was kind of nice, just calling them morons. Yeah, I, I really think if someone has a dog in them, they would answer the media. But oh, now, now mm-hmm. we're really getting somewhere with that one, Joey. They I like have that dog. Gotta have that dog. You're gonna talk to the media. Gotta got that dog in you. Mm-hmm. So, did uh, Obi Wan? He got that dog in him. Obi Wan. Definitely has that dog. Hey, one second there, Trent, before we go over to there. I like the I like that. Um, we're gonna be doing the open championship preview on July eleventh. The open championship is at St. Andrews from the 14th through 18th. And we will have to celebrate it being at the home of golf this year. Yeah, so look for we talked about Will Zalatoris to get second place and get the career grand slam runner up. Yeah. Damn, yeah, that, what, that'll get that him second place. That'll get him second place in every major tournament. <laughs> You're uh, doing it on the 11th, you said? Yes, that should be Monday. Nice. Can you do it from a 7-Eleven on 7-Eleven? We don't have those in South Dakota. Yeah, I don't think there is. Oh, that's, a, that's a city slicker type of thing, Joey. Mm-hmm. I can go up to the local zip. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bill you know who does what? like to shop at a 7 Eleven? Who? Obi. Obi. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
Obi. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> What a just shit transition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had such a good one. I was, you know, just like we have to transition somehow. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> well, we're there, Kenobi. What, 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 uh, what would you think, Ryan? Fantastic. Um, I, I hate to admit I was wrong because I don't know a couple months back prior to Obi Wan, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't need this series. This isn't something that I'm really looking forward to. Heck, this was the best Star Wars series yet. It was, it was fantastic. I agree. I uh, I have read lately, like afterwards, because now I've been invested with with a uh, few of the you know scenes and rewatching them and stuff. And it sounds like this story that they had with with uh, Kenobi, and I think they did it right. But it sounds like originally this was supposed to be a trilogy movie. You, you know, I, like mm. I almost look at like so something like this, cutting it down to six. Like it was still six hours worth of a movie or whatever. But I think they really done it well. Like I almost feel like a limited series like this. Uh, and this is well. This is a weird transition just to bring it up. But I feel like you know the Hobbit movies. I really didn't like them too much. I feel like if they would have waited a few years and you could have had it as a mini series like this, it would have worked a little bit better. Kind of cut down on some of those times. I don't know, Joey. You're kind of Lord of the Rings expert, but I don't know. I just feel like when you have a long enough story like that, instead of making it a whole trilogy, uh, you know, or like Harry Potter Part One and Two movies, Part whatever. I think it's just, a lot of it works better. You just have six hours, eight hours that you can work with in a, in a season now compared to, you know, making a full-fledged movie out of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I can push pause just as many times in a movie and get up and go do something as I can waiting for the next episode to start. So um, I for me, it really doesn't matter. I, I like both scenarios. Um, when I'm into something and I can't get enough of it, like Game of Thrones type stuff, I want it to go as long as possible. Like, just, yeah. You know, keep po- po- keep pumping that content out to me. Yeah, in, that in my veins. Yeah, direct in there, baby. Um, but no, Obi-Wan was, yeah, just amazing. It was so good. I may even go back and watch Boba Fett. Like, hey. retry and watch Just it. Just skip good. the first four episodes. Yeah. Those are the only ones I've watched so far. Yeah, those were the worst <laughs> ones. You quit too early. Yeah, you, you literally quit right as says Mando came back and made the series good. So Obi Wan was so good, I may go finish Better Call Saul. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're that you inspired to rewatch these series. They're now. related, <laughs> but uh, it, it it was really good, really really good. Um, yeah, I hope whatever the next Star Wars uh, uh, series to come out, I hope whatever it is, they have better I'm, chase action scenes. I'm. Got it. Let me pull it up here. Yeah, um, that, that was this. This they still struggled with the chase scenes in this series, but that yeah. that is literally about the one negative. Even the the little girl's acting was pretty good. You know, I right. don't expect the the most out of out of you know child actors, but she did pretty well. I mean, I also enjoyed because we. I'm sure we can talk about the the fight as as long as well. But I put in there. I really enjoyed in this series. They kind of did both things from um, the Last Jedi and um, the Rise of Skywalker, where you had, you know, and in, in those series, I know a lot of there's a lot of shit given to about how Ray could do, you know, the the lightning blast and she could use the Force and and stop a ship. And she, I think it was maybe even the first one in the new trilogy where she lifted all those rocks. You literally saw Kenobi and Darth do those same things here. So at least it kind of puts in like a. I guess, like, for me, it's like a power scale. You also see now other people have done it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's a legitimate use of the force rather than people thinking, like, oh, well, they're just trying to, you know, be woke and make this 
Ray the the new you know big thing. I, I I just I enjoyed it where you know Darth with ease stopped the ship. K- K- Kenobi in the fight lifted up all those fucking instead of you know having the high ground he just had the ground and, and threw it and <laughs> threw it Darth. I, that was, I every single part of it. That was the best. I didn't hear no bell um, situation yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> the the next one is called Andor, and that starts August thirtieth. I think it's like I think it's got like twelve or fourteen episodes or something like that. Um, with a synopsis, before he met Jin Erso and helped get the Death Star plans to the well, I don't know what that is. Casting Andor had plenty of solo adventures. Andor follows the titular rebel spy during the formative years of the rebellion, the alliance that would ultimately bring down the Empire. Decades later, Andor serves as a prequel to Rogue One, taking place five years before the events of the film. Okay. Hmm. Which, in in my opinion, Rogue One is like the only good Star Wars movie in the last however. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell. Diego Luna's in it? I love Diego Luna. <laughs> but I have no idea who this Andor character is, like, and how he fits in anything. So have you have you seen Rogue One? Yeah. Okay. Then I, yeah. I must have just missed his part in there. I, I think that is one thing that the Star Wars did learn from from Rogue One is if you want to make something good, include Darth Vader. You know, he mm-hmm. he, he makes everything that much better. But no, yeah. this yeah. Uh, I would say th- this episode. I mean, this was I think literally about exactly what everyone wanted. You know, that you did have kind of the side part where Reva was chasing down, you know, Luke and you know. Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, they prove they have some worth because you feel like in the original trilogy, they're literally just there. And then the next, you know, the next part, they're a steaming pile of ash, you, you know. So it kind of gives their characters a little more depth. But I would say that, I mean, I don't think you could have choreographed a, a better uh, a better fight scene between those guys. Right. Yeah, and, and one of the complaints I had in one of the prior episodes was how how Obi, you know, kind of looks slow. But man, did, did it look good here. Mm-hmm. Like it was... He definitely got his mojo back. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he he. Like I know they kind of. Uh, I think they usually kind of portray Sith as more aggressive and and Jedi as more defensive fighting and only you know strike when absolutely necessary. But there's definitely a lot of aggression towards it, and uh, mm-hmm. you know in in the back and forth on it. Um, and, and like you said, the absolutely I didn't hear no bell coming back, and then just absolutely beating the fuck out of him like i it, it was kind of one of those there's a couple moments like everyone uses the actual lightsaber to you know be defensive with it when he was using the hilt of it and he bashed his chest uh um i guess i don't know what you call it, his cpap machine so he stopped fucking <laughs> that was badass because you just beat the fuck out of him and you could hear the wheezing and then like audibly i was watching that episode and not and you're like oh man i'm really getting into this when he did kind of the uh the, the final long jump when he uh, struck Darth in the, in the face. I, out loud, that's one of the, I think, few times I've ever watched a movie, and I just went, oh, fuck. Like, out loud. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching it by myself. It was definitely one of those moments where, I, I mean, like I said, they, they couldn't have done it better. And then the whole, uh, I love the, uh, um, when it was him talking with Anakin and Darth at the same time, the, the simple use, like I said, it didn't take much for me, apparently, but the simple use of when he was talking with Anakin, the blue shining on his face and saying, I'm not your failure, Obi-Wan, you know, mm-hmm. talk, you know, uh, relieving him of that guilt of all these years, you know, having that on him, telling him, you know, that it's not your failure. You didn't kill Anakin, you know, Anakin, I did. And then he switches back to red and here's Darth come back again. And he, mm-hmm. and he said, now 
my friend is truly dead. You know, so it was, uh, I mean, 10 out of 10. You, you couldn't you, have made it better, I don't think. You cried a little bit, didn't you? Teared, yep. Cried, 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 uh, cried at how beautiful it was. I, I cried at how beautiful you and McGregor was. It was great, great series. The even the sound of him switching between the use of the respirator and just himself talking, the sound was so well done with that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yep. absolutely. So absolutely. one thing I did notice um, that I don't think we brought up yet is uh, you talked about Leia being awesome as a child actor and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why did they make Luke such a like sheltered doofus? Like he like, he barely oh, talked, yes. barely did anything, and I'm like. Leia is such this badass decision maker, soon to be princess queen, and then Luke is a doofus that's like stuck I, in a. I bet you that is a little bit just the upbringing, you know. Think she's an up, yeah. she's an upper class princess in the city that she, they're they're grooming her to be part of the Senate to be a leader. They've kind of got to mm-hmm. push that, and then they got you know Luke, where it's like they want him to just be a boy. They don't want him to be anything, you know, you know, be any more expose him to any of that. Probably because they know they're, he's he's going to be exposed to it soon enough. So just letting him probably just be a child. But yeah, he was just kind of like, here here's Leia being a smart ass to Obi Wan, and then mm-hmm. Luke, well, Luke only had a very limited moment. They're just like, run. The kid ran pretty well until he uh, well, until he did. Uh, but then at the end, even I mean, they've got Leia interacting with everybody, and then mm-hmm. uh, Owen or whatever is like Ben. Do you want to meet him? And it's like, wait, you're not even let this kid meet this guy that just saved his life. Like, yeah, give him. You, you can't even let him do that. Like, he's that sheltered. But we got the uh, we got the classic hello there from from you and McGregor. So that that's yeah. what we needed out of it. Yeah, there's. I guess there's a ton of kids that are homeschooled and they turn out fine. So whatever. Yeah, they they just need the you're, you're... Joey Mahosky hates the social skills of of young Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible series. Four out of ten. Fuck it. <laughs> Between the damn chase scenes and yeah. yeah. That that was legitimately bad. That had me worried early on where that mm. guy hears the branch and he just runs up. Oh, how did it? yeah, that, that, that was terrible. That was the worst. But no, they, they definitely made up for it for sure. Yeah. Do you think that's? I don't see them doing any more Obi Wan. Probably that's probably the end of this series. He says he I wants to keep playing so. it. I mean, mm-hmm. if they can get the right part, I don't see why not. Yeah. Which with these series, that seems like they're able to do. Mm-hmm. I don't quite understand. Like I, I said earlier, for me, and that's just my opinion. I, you guys probably think way different than me, but truly, for me, Rogue One is the only movie in the last ten years that I thought was good. I thought. Six, seven through nine were terrible. Um, Solo was so-so, whatever. But they hit it out of the park with these series every time. I, I don't understand why it's so much harder for them to make a good movie than it is to make a good series. Well, I hey, but, think... I well, Go ahead, Joy. Well, I was just going to say, maybe because with these series, they can do six hours. And with a movie, they're only doing two and a half, three. So maybe they're trying to shove a ton into, you know one movie or something. I don't know, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I think specifically that there was definitely some parts that I did enjoy about the, this newest sequel, uh, or I'm sorry, this newest trilogy. Um, but I think the one thing is I know for sure they didn't have a cohesive plan going into the trilogy. I mean, you could even look at to, they had JJ Abrams do episode seven and then they brought in Ryan Johnson and because of the backlash of the, the uh, artistic liberties that he took and, you know, different, 
you know, trying to expand the universe outside of Skywalkers and Palpatines a little bit. And then they said, no, we can't do that. And then they brought in J.J. Abrams. And I think the one thing that might have saved Episode Nine was just the fan service out the fucking ass. So they tried to throw everything back in there. Somehow they brought in, you know, Leia after Carrie Fisher passed a couple years before that. She was in the movie, but but Mark Hamill wasn't other than his voiceover in one of the final scenes. So I don't know. It. it I think they just. I honestly, I like. I have heard they didn't have the key, cohesive plans, and they just. You could tell, like, like you said, you they didn't know it was going to end, so they kind of just threw the whatever at the wall, see what stuck, stuck, and then they, you know, reverted back to, you know, the fan service on episode nine. So, well, and then I see on episode nine too, and, and I pointed it out, um, with my Jurassic World review, is Colin Trevorrow did that one too, along with along with Jurassic World, this new one. And I, he, yeah, I mean, he's good with the fan service because that was like the only good thing that was part of Jurassic World. So, yeah. you know, you, you brought in uh, um, what's his nuts for Mandalorian that just doesn't seem like he can do Filoni? anything. What? Who, who are you who are They brought in Filoni? John, uh, John Favreau. Oh, Favreau. Okay. So, sorry. Wrong well, and Filoni too. Yeah. I mean, and so it seems like, you know, they must, I don't know if they just have a super big passion for Star Wars and these other guys are like, well, it's a paycheck and I'll do, you know, some things to write a story. But yeah, it seems like they've gotten the right people for the series and they cannot hammer down who to get for the movies. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah, I mean, when, when, and, and honestly, even with the TV as well as they've done, there's been plenty of episodes, even in Mando and stuff, where like this one you could tell was, you know, was worse, or they brought in a different director and it just didn't work. You know, <laughs> well, unfortunately, that, yeah. with, you know, with Mando, or I mean, well, with, you know, Obi Wan here, or I'm sorry, Kenobi, you, you get, you know, six shots. If one episode's bad, that's fine. You get five more shots. The movies, mm-hmm. you get one for one. You know, if it's not good, you're, you know, you're on to a different director and, Hope that they pick it up for it, pick up for it. So. And, and and that's the crazy thing with Boba Fett was, I mean, my biggest complaint were the two episodes that Robert Rodriguez touched, where, where I just thought those were check, you know, kind of kiddish and, and terrible. But then the other ones were quite, were really good. And so yeah, it's kind of funny how one person can just really mess up a, an episode or a movie, and then these other ones just make masterpieces. Yeah, really bring it to life. I mean, and that's. Yeah, I mean, and that's going to be kind of anything. You got that one person that just has that ability to, they they have the vision in their mind and they're able to bring it to the screen. And that, I mean, like I said, I think there's few parts in Kenobi that I, that didn't feel like that. Everything felt like it was it was kind of cast perfectly. I mean, as simple as it was, you know, we you know you're expecting Darth, you know, coming in. And you're like, well, it's Disney Plus. They're not going to get too crazy. And within fucking 15 seconds, you walk around snapping people's necks. You're like, oh, fuck. Okay, this is a little different than Disney Plus and, you know, ho-hum. You know, we can't show blood or anything, but apparently you can hear the and, and someone's just neck snaps in half, you know. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I hope, you know, you know, they – they kind of, like you said, brought me back in with Star Wars. I'll probably give that Andor a chance. I it's been a while since I've seen that Rogue One, but you know, I, it outside of Skywalker's lightsabers, let's see a little bit, you know, more out of it. There is a trailer for Andor, and it it does look pretty pretty appealing. It looks really good. Nice. Does it do? Do they have to go to Tatooine in this show too, or can we finally see other planets? That's a good question. <laughs> it always, God, it, it's uh, like I any type of lore. It's like. Well, it's the rarest metal in the world. Guess where it are in the in the galaxy? Guess where it is? Tatooine. 
well, we got to find the one per Tatooine. It's like they're just, just so check in the middle of the desert everywhere. That that's where the metals, the people, everything <laughs> is apparently. Yeah. So you're saying you were worried about the uh, gore and stuff because it's on Disney Plus. Uh, what about some Amazon Prime shows that uh, have some blood and gore and also orgasms? Yeah, the, all, the other bodily fluids. A lot of semen in this last episode of The Boys, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a lot of jizzle all over the place. Well, I think we kind of expected that, Joey, when when the episode or the title of the episode, Herogasm. That, that yep. kind of, I, I expected it. There probably wasn't as much as I expected, though. Yeah, I feel like maybe they cut that down and kept building up the storyline of, you know, hunting down Homelander with Soldier Boy and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Spoiler alert, I, I said last week I wasn't going to spoil shit this week. This episode was too damn good. I'm just going to go with <laughs> Ball Seed. Honestly, we, we can't talk about it this late into it and not, you know, not actually talk about it. But, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I guess, what, what were your initial thoughts on it, Joey? I think I believe I uh, texted you and said, holy shit, this is amazing. Um, yep. Yeah, the the whole episode was good between <laughs> between the actual like superhero sex going on and then all the, the storyline around it. Uh, uh, Huey like uh, jumping in and just getting naked and then fighting with everyone else against Homelander. And yeah, it was yeah, it was a great, great episode. Um, I thought we were going to see the end of Homelander for a second. And then all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. He uses laser eyes to jetpack the fuck out of there. So yeah, mm -hmm. crazy. It, it was it was finally the first time, you know, in the series because we've always kind of kind of seen him cop out of of fights where you know you don't see him beat the shit out of anyone. He he kind of either it's one punch and they're dead or it's laser eyes cut them in half and, and they're kind of done, kind of like Superman with anyone would. But it was kind of mm -hmm. uh, I say, I'm I'm trying to think at the beginning of the episode like like you said just so we're not kind of cutting back and forth. But it was it was kind of interesting, you know, when they are on the hunt where they know everyone. You're you're kind of seeing where everyone's converging. They keep talking about the twins and how they're in Vermont, and then like you said, mm -hmm. they're all kind of they're going to what ends up being this hero gasm. But it was funny, like thinking about it. We were kind of talking about last week, you know, this soldier boy that's been on ice since the '80s. He first comes out and he sees all the pride, you know pride parades and pride and like oh my god like you know he he shocked at how the world has changed since then and then they're talking about do you even know how to you know how to find these people you don't know what a gps is or the internet he's like you're just making those words up those aren't real things you, you know he, mm -hmm. it was funny kind of seeing him come you know come to it but um no it, it was uh it, it was it was probably the best episode of the series that i've seen so far that it, it we had great shows that we were watching this last week both both i think mm -hmm. were 10 out of 10 episodes oh yeah because we finally saw you know that this was a, apparently a, a very famous you know comic and and moment in the series this hero gasm you know as much as like if we want to just talk about you know joe you want to talk about an orgy for a minute here yeah yeah <laughs> you know we're, like we're i was here. surprised at how much like they they talked about it literally trent and ryan in case you're you know if you really want to buy into the series when you when they initially walk up to the house and they realize it's it's uh, it's this hero gasm orgy uh man walks out with like a uh seven foot long dick and it just it, they're standing there talking and like the next scene it's just like sitting right next to this guy's face and he's what the fuck he, he, what, what he, he get your love snake out of here or something and yep. he, uh, fucking, uh, th there's just so many just comical scenes like that. There, there's mm -hmm. clearly, you know, that's the guy that won't, didn't want to be there. So guess what? He he's walking around the, this orgy like trying to. He's he's also very um 
uh, where they have it, we can't get germs on you. Not uh, not claustro or uh, not um, germophobic. Germophobic. Yeah, thank you. Simple enough word. Very germophobic. <laughs> kind of like watching like walking around, not trying to touch anything, and then of course someone walks up, and then he like just juices are on him. He's what the fuck? He throw, throws his jacket off, and they're trying to they're trying to find this uh, these twins to uh, avoid them from being killed. And then he opens up a door and and uh, you just hear as he's opening the door, shooting ropes. And then like comically just a wave over of him of, of jism. So it was, mm-hmm. I don't know. I know this probably isn't selling you guys on, on how good this show is. But like, was, was, this like, the, was this the season finale? Uh, no, mm-hmm. they still have a couple more episodes coming out. Yeah. Um, so, so we have more to look forward to, but this one, like they're, they're talking about, like, it literally started the, the, I guess we, we should have started with this. Like the episode started with, you know, this is not suitable for any, like all audiences, by the way, not suitable for any audiences. And it's like, this is like, we had a lot of fun making this episode, but it depicts, you know, it, it's very graphic, you know, NC 19 material, you know, it, it depicts, uh, I was the next point I was going to get to a bestiality gets into all this stuff. It talks about, it, it's just like, we, you know, basically we spent a shit ton of money in our, and we made our FX people have to make this come to life here. So yep. yeah. none of this is real. There's a lot of CGI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. None of this is real because like they, they have a character called the deep and he is the Aquaman equivalent of, of going underwater. They fucking, oh there's a God. scene of him walking in fucking an octopus. I mean, there, I mean the, this show, <laughs> This show, I, I mean, there's no easy way to get around talking about that. But it is, like I said, it's yeah. got the, the, it's got some of the best humor in it because you don't have to worry about what you say, swearing, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, it is like, like I said, the, I I think both of you would enjoy this type of show because it's very, you know, I mentioned in here, it's very satirical. It makes fun of real life so much. I mean, it makes fun of, you know, this Homelander. He 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 talks about earlier in the season about how I'm better than you. And he, and he, he, it's this very political satire. Like it feels like, you know, his supporters are, are, you know, white Americans from age 18 to 45. Well, we, we know, you know, you kind of get what they're trying to get at where, where, what his, you know, his stance is going to be. They, they make fun of like the stupid, um, uh, remember Kendall Jenner when we were talking, it was police riots and she mm-hmm. walks up and gives someone a fucking Pepsi and all of a sudden no one wants to fight anymore. Like they, they, they remake that exact same thing, but it's like to them sell one of the superheroes energy drinks. Um, there, there is also, you know, in, at this point there, there is a, uh, this soldier boy that they get introduced. He creates a, um, an explosion kills 19 people. People aren't feeling safe. So they have a bunch of celebrities imagine like the the exact parody and they bring in like there is an appearance by um i think Patton oswalt um (laughs) mila kunis i mean they they just go above and beyond on everything man i i really fucking enjoy this show oh yeah it's it's great and it's just it it checks all of my boxes with funny uh, action gore sex like all of it is just oh it's it's good it's really really fucking good well i absolutely love the you know, and you're you're kind of seeing the after effects of it, but I I loved uh, Billy Butcher that he's been taking the V. You know, Homelander zaps him, thinks he's killed him, and that that full fledged fight between Homelander and Huey, Billy Butcher and uh, and Soldier Boy. I absolutely love the he zaps him. He goes, "What the fuck?" And then all of a sudden, he's like, "What the hell did you do?" And they have that, you know, mm-hmm. he, he tells him he went scorched earth and that fucking 
Joey, do you know how to share your screen? Because I, if yeah. you can, I'd love if you could find that 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 crazy look of of Keith Urban with that bloody smile, like that crazy look in his eyes. I, I mean, that 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 was probably one of those moments where he, all of a sudden, you know, these soups that have never had to deal with a human actually being able to compete with them, now all of a sudden they have a they have a. Uh, of that, I'm sorry, not vaccine, an anecdote where they can become a superhero for 24 hours. Now all of a sudden the, the, the playing field's leveled and all these – now you can feel this superhero – or I'm sorry, Homelander, the Superman equivalent, you know, start, not – I wouldn't say fear, but all of a sudden he he's starting to – like, like how the hell is this guy competing with me? So, I don't know. I, you mean I, to I, say I, Keith uh, Urban? Uh, isn't, that his, uh, isn't that his name? The country singer? No, the <laughs> – what, 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 the Urban, he was he was in Lord of the Rings. You should know his name. You know what definitely wasn't Keith I, I, Urban. When you said Keith Urban, I was like, wait, is there a crazy Keith Urban? No, <laughs> extra I'm supposed to know about. Carl no, I got I got what you're doing now, but I was yeah. Carl I was Urban. Carl Urban, gee, you're acting like I was yeah. so far off here. Just let no, me go. In the you weren't. I was Talk. just just making sure. But no, yeah, I would say that that was definitely one of those. And they, like I said, they. They of course, yeah, that fucking that bloody smile where he's fucking go, going after a homelander. It's uh, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it it was definitely one of the one of the uh, probably probably the best episode of the series so far. Definitely not so Keith Urban. Yeah, that is not for sure Keith Urban. That is now Carl Urban. He was also in Lord of the Rings. I'm trying to think of what else. I was. I was so goddamn confused. I wasn't going to say anything because I was just like, "Oh, did Keith Urban make a cameo in the show?" Yeah, I, or show I thought or the same thing. He could have. He might have been in the orgy scene. Oh, we didn't man. know. Well, I don't know whose asses were whose. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's hard to know. <laughs> but no, oh, so just with the overall series, Joy, I'm kind of excited to see how you know now that they're hearing this Soldier Boy, which is basically the original Homelander coming back. It's going to be interesting how. Homelander continues to have people fall away from him, kind of like, like with, you know, the best comparison is Daenerys, this all-powerful being, mm-hmm. where now people are slowly, you know, not following him, used to be beloved and how he's going to go about it. And he was having that kind of, not psychotic episode, but him talking to himself about how he needs to kill the little piece of, the little uh, piece of human left in him. Right. So. Yep, it's, uh, it's very reminiscent of Daenerys. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited about the rest of the excuse me, the rest of the season for sure. Um, I kind of think we're gonna lose a few characters because uh, not only do I think Homelander is gonna get got, but uh, I also think that they this radiation that's going on. Um, that's why everyone's nose and ears are bleeding. Yeah, because at first I thought it was just the 24 hour V stuff, but then Starlight had been around Soldier Boy long enough and her nose started bleeding, and I was like, oh. I, I think it's the radiation. Was, um, I thought that was from um, oh Nala. I, I thought it was the woman that could make her uh, that that could make her head blow up. I thought that was her oh. causing a nosebleed. But um, See, it, I just it, thought it, because all three were bleeding that maybe it was because of the radiation. But yeah, I mean they keep checking that, so I don't know. I mean I'm sure there's. I, I'm. I don't think they're going to get rid of Homelander. I, he's too good of a villain to get rid of this early. Um, I, I mean I'm trying to think of who who else that they could get rid of. I mean, I'm sure Fr- Frenchie and or Kamiko, one of them is going to yeah. die, at least one. Um, you know, Mother's Milk potentially does. I think they kind of keep the main, you know, I think Billy Butcher, I think Huey mm-hmm. still is there. I think Starlight. I I mean, I, I don't know. I think a lot of these characters that are leaving, like, um, 
you know, Black Noir. You know, he was like mm-hmm. one of the last few guys that was on Homelander's side. I'm sure he passed. Uh, you know, it potentially. Right. Is, you know, um, trying to A Train just died. You know that. Yep. A Train just these, died. All these people that are around Homelander or on his team are slowly passing away. Like I said, kind of bringing on the, the whole issues that he has with mm-hmm. he can trust no one else. But oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be plenty. The one point actually, before I forget, I want to. Uh, I'm wondering how um, with like they uh, arrested um, Stan Edgar earlier in the season. It'll be interesting to see how that goes about because I think there is like a preview of him going to Congress. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out with you know the company starting to go under lose control because right. Homelander's running it into the ground. How he, how that's going to play with him being having the most influence and the most power and being a regular mm-hmm. human being. You know. Yep. A hundred percent. I'm I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yep. Yeah, I think that's all I got for it. Um, so, yeah. so Trent orgies, um, superheroes shooting ropes. Does that get you excited for the boys yet? Didn't sell me, man. <laughs> Damn it. There no. there was plenty of plenty of uh, boobs in there. There's there's plenty of plenty of butts. There's plenty of stuff in there. And there there's one ass dumping out. Dump them out. <laughs> Come on, I think you'd enjoy it, bud. Yeah. Hey, I did uh, just last week. I did see the new Suicide Squad. You know, since it just came out and everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it also was enjoyable. Good. It was enjoyable. Um, also, if every movie had Pete Davidson in it, where he where he gets blown apart, be fantastic. Yeah. Did you like the Peacemaker character? It, it was he was okay. He's he's Cena. I mean, I I can't say I've ever been a huge John Cena guy, but the Peacemaker series on HBO is pretty damn funny and good too. Yeah, yeah. Is is part of the problem not liking John Cena in his movies is because he can't see him? <laughs> that would probably be part. <laughs> if I yeah, if I could see him, things would make way be, would be way okay. easier. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck, that is one of the funniest prank calls ever, those. though. <laughs> yes, I would say that there, there is definitely. I would say that that that'd probably be worth a, a rewatch on that movie. I, I would say I did, I did enjoy the first twenty minutes being a complete cover for the actual team. That that was a pretty yeah. funny mm-hmm. bit, you know, trying to bring them in. So I don't know. It, it was, it, it was, um, yeah. I mean, I think it sets up P, uh, Peacemaker well, the actual TV show. I would, right. like I said, I I would probably say Invincible or the Boys before Peacemaker, mm-hmm. but I would say if you you do you at that point. They're they're all great. There's only one series of Peacemaker, so yeah, only one season. And it's all out now, yeah, so you don't have to wait week to week. So yeah, yep. Any well, other TV we'll... shows or movies that we should recommend before we kind of wrap this thing up? Wrap up season one. I miss I miss Barry. I need more Barry. Mm-hmm. Everyone does. Yeah, we're about we're about seven hundred days away from the next uh, from the next season, so you might want to buckle down. <laughs> God damn it! Well, sp- speaking of John Cena uh, and you know wrestling, mm-hmm. Joey, is there any special uh, podcast Ooh. coming up here in the next few days? Or yeah, we'll uh, shoot for Wednesday night, right around eight p.m. Um, follow us live. Either on uh, YouTube or Twitter, and then I'll have that coming out either Thursday or Friday. Um, should be nice and quick. We'll uh, uh, go over UFC 276, which is a huge card coming out this week. And uh, yeah, uh, look for more of those smaller one-off podcasts between now and when we come back 
Um, I know, like Ryan said, he's going to do a golf one. Not a ton of UFC, but, uh, you know, we might throw in a couple college football previews here and there. We'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, yep. during mm-hmm. our hiatus, don't lose track of the socials. We'll uh, always be Twitter, Instagram, at Heartland Pulse. And as always, follow us on Facebook. But, uh, yeah, just keep keep up with what we're doing. Um, I know that's a big ask. But, yeah, if you could forgive us for taking a vacation or two um, and then also just jumping back in, giving you a little more content here and there. Uh, yeah, stick it, stick out with us. Uh, keep your eye open for Bryant's Arch Manning song. That'll be on TikTok near you soon. Possibly OnlyFans. Yep. It will be yep. a, not on OnlyFans, Christ. That, that's Possibly just, an OnlyFans version. Yep. Honestly, we'll, we'll come difference. up with a dance for the Arch Manning. I think since we talked about how he's got that shotgun or the uh, shot put throw, I think that's just going to be the dance move. We're, we're just going to shot put the ball into the air. Yes. Yeah. The, the, yes. So the difference between the TikTok version and the OnlyFans version will be the uncensored feet, basically. Oh, exactly. the, the, yeah, the grippies. Well, I, I was going to say, I was going to say the TikTok version is from the waist up. The OnlyFans is from the waist down. That's the <laughs> either or. There you go. Yeah. So and that's how we if you want the full picture of it. You'll have to have two phones so you can see the, the full picture. <laughs> and and that's how we end season one, I guess. Perfect. Grippies and the love ending. snake. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for following along. Um, like I said, we will be back. Um, you know, full time doing this around football season, so uh, you, you've got some time to catch up. So go back and listen to all those old episodes. Mm-hmm. Our takes have just been so hot, we need to cool off a little bit here. <laughs> so, so now's your chance. Hit the socials, mm-hmm. hit the DMs, let us know what you want to hear us talk about. We've got a couple months to figure this out, and mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll pick up on that in a few months and we're also yep. going to have a survivor type uh type of uh um kickoff so whoever gets the least amount of votes they're kicked off the pod so clark ryan joey Ooh. ryan trent whoever you hate the most you can vote them off we're only doing five seasons of this thing eventually it's just gonna be one person <laughs> one person so solo pod yeah there we go Wow, Jeez, that's that's harsh. I yeah, broke man. that out to you guys last minute. I didn't even tell you guys about that. Yeah, do the <laughs> I love it. Oh, All right. Well, thank you for listening. Have a good week and have a safe Fourth of July. We do mm-hmm. appreciate you following along. Keep those fingies. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> you guys. Too.